0: doing so fine we were just talking about sleepovers um (laughs) but we do you remember like all the (laughs) sleepover trends back in the 2000s which ones like (laughs) it was super popular to try to pull an all-nighter yeah going to a meagle with your friends oh my god (laughs) oh my god we shouldn't have it shouldn't have been a thing that was such a scarring thing like and i'm pretty sure people still do that But yeah, I don't know. It was like a trend where you go on Omegle and then just like see see. who you talk with. Yeah. But then like half the time there were just guys who were just nude on camera and then you'd be like, uh, and that's exactly why I never did it because like people would,
1: well, not that I never did it. I didn't do it till like much later, like after the trend. Mm. And look, my biggest fear was we were going to get, yeah, like some nude guy on it. I don't think we did. i I know we didn't but i don't remember whoever we did end up matching with sorry but like did not leave an impression so i I
0: was like all right that was fun i don't know i always failed at staying up all night i was always the first person to sleep
1: i know i remember you would sleep you came to sleep over at my house or when you stayed with
0: us oh did you ever like try to dip someone's hand in water during a sleepover no or draw on anyone's face
1: i think we drew on people's face I think you've done that one, but I don't remember doing any, like, hand-in-the-water thing.
0: Mm.
1: What about you? Have you done those? mm -mm. Weird.
0: I haven't done them because I was always the first one to fall asleep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Why am I even asking you? (laughs) Just wanted to know. I've
1: always wanted to do the one uh, with the whipped cream on your hand. Whipped cream on the person's hand, and then you tickle their nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never done that. We'll have to
0: have a sleepover sometime. I know. Anyways, welcome to the Midnight Memo. Hiya. We're so glad you're here. (laughs) As you can tell, it is late at night and we're getting a little chaotic. Um, Tonight we want to talk about family. And so um, since this has been kind of top of mind lately, keeping us up. So I guess starting off, what makes a family? What would you classify makes a family? I don't necessarily think that i mean the idea of a family has changed so much over time yeah like if we compare what our generation is doing to what our grandparents generations were doing Mm -hmm. it's totally different like from my family's background like my grandparents i think were married by like 18 you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they were um they grew up in kansas they were like a small farming town Mm -hmm. and so it's like you meet your husband young yeah he's a good guy like and you build a life together Mm -hmm. um and then even so like our parents generations i still think that they started families much earlier and nowadays like millennials and stuff like we're trying to push back marriage and i think the average is now late 20s early 30s for marriage wow
1: yeah that's not so surprising to me late 20s definitely tracked so therefore early 30s sh- isn't that far of a jump but mm-hmm. i don't know why hearing early 30s i'm like oh really that seems so interesting and i think it's still that like warped ingrained perception of yeah you want to be married at least before you're 30 yeah i don't know where i've heard that before but i feel like that's the i don't know somewhere that's stuck in my brain
0: yeah it's definitely the traditional mindset of like you want to have kids while you're still young mm-hmm. and it's the idea from while
1: you can before your biological your biological oh, yeah. clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have. you want to have there. a lot of
0: kids and you want to, you know, build the traditional, mm-hmm. um I guess like the nuclear family yeah. of like two parents, a couple kids, a dog. <laughs> yeah, you know the white picket fence and the house and the mm-hmm. whatever. And it's kind of funny because I mm-hmm. like my personal story is very non-traditional. Yeah, you. Um, but your family up until you was my family up until from yeah. what you just said. Yeah. So the biological, clock, blah, 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 the biological clock for women is, like, super ingrained.
1: When you were talking about the traditional family, too, right there, explaining your family, I thought about it, and I was like, hmm, I guess my family's always been not very traditional. Like, in my immediate family, um, I have a half-sister, which, for nuclear family purposes, is kind of a scandy thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can be. Um, but, um, and my sister's older than me. She's eight years older than me. But when I was a kid, like, from being born, I knew about her, right? And I knew she was my half-sister. My parents made that very clear just so... I knew I had a sister even though I didn't see her around. Mm -hmm. And then partly because I was a small child and I was, like, obsessed with having an older sister, I, like, leaned into that so much where I would kind of, like, flaunt it. Like, I have a half-sister. Which I I don't know why that was, like, a flex to me, (laughs) but it was, like, for little me. And then both of my parents have... Um, our children's of divorce in some way Um, my grandpa remarried on my dad's side and then my mom's parents they both remarried a few times Mm -hmm. my mom has eight half siblings on her side of the family so like redirecting and reshuffling has always been I think a thing in our family it was weird in the sense of like oh that's so crazy I have all this family but I never thought much more beyond that of like oh this isn't normal i think yeah and i think also it comes from so that's just like my family but also where i grew up in hawaii i think it's just so common to have large families and mixed blended families that Mm -hmm. i never really thought of i've heard about the nuclear family thing but i think i didn't really think about it or hear that term into like high school world
0: history or
1: sorry u.s history i mean that makes
0: sense because like i think the concept of the nuclear family only relates to the u.s Mm -hmm. definition of what family is like the very traditional colonized version of what a family should be which even then back in the day when they defined like oh you know the nuclear family it's a mom a dad sister a brother Mm -hmm. and a dog named a spot and even back then i feel like there were it could not have been like the majority of people who had that type of family but it was painted out to be like this is what you want yeah and, and if I'm you like, don't have it you're off yeah like, and i'm like that doesn't make any sense like you can't like if you what if you want only one kid what if you want three kids what it like and I then think they're three already kids out was
1: also accepted i think two three kids it was like okay you're pushing it but like we're still gonna accept it and then anything yeah
0: but it was just like i don't even think the time in which they were defining what a family is it that was, yeah. the majority was actually following in the steps of that definition yeah which is funny to think about and it like you were saying they were only taking into account the u.s population mm-hmm. like in a lot of other cultures shocking there are other people out there in the world yeah. um that have different ideas of what a traditional family is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like back then in china you only allowed to have one kid right Yeah, that traditional, like, nuclear family is different from what the U.S. definition would define Mm -hmm. as a family. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just, like, so that whole definition is kind of pointless and stupid. (laughs) I totally agree. Yeah. I never,
1: yeah, I guess I never really thought about it because I was just, for me, it was always, I don't even know where I would draw the line of, like, obviously my family. If you're talking my immediates, it would be, yeah, my parents and my siblings, but I think usually when I think of family, I would also even go beyond that of like the aunts, the uncles, like that Mm -hmm. sort of a thing. And I think, again, that's just from of where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Where like if literally everyone is referred to as auntie and uncle, if they're older, if they are a family friend or even your neighbor, like someone you associate with regularly and they are older than you, that's auntie already. Like, or, you know, older than you and their male uncle. Or like even uh, there's like when I was younger and there was the group of girls that I like regularly cheered with I called them my cheer sisters and Mm -hmm. I would often refer to them as like my sister Mm -hmm. but also having one biological sister (laughs) it would be confusing sometimes even now sometimes I forget and I still do refer to like those that group of girls like from my childhood as like my sisters Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll just like say that and like people who know that I refer to them as sisters will be like okay wait which which one like of the cheer variety or the blood variety. <laughs> like, what What are we referring to here?
0: Yeah. But, I don't know. Where do you draw the limit on a family? I I think everyone can define a uh, family on their own terms. Like, I have best friends that I would consider family. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're willing to, like, share your life's journeys, the good, the bad, and you want them around, mm-hmm. like, those are family members. Yeah. Like, if you would... If it would hurt to lose them, those are family members, really. Ooh, that's an interesting definition. You know, yeah, yeah. like I, because there are like me personally too. I can cut people off like <laughs> literally split. It's not something I would brag about because I don't really think like it's a great quality to have. But like, like if I if, if I would genuinely like be sad about losing them. That means yeah. that we were genuinely really close and I would want them to be in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that is when I think, you know, your friends or your non-blood related... Your chosen family um, sort yeah, of a deal. your chosen family becomes family. So yeah. that's how I kind of define family. That's fair. And especially because on a funny side, I'm not even related to blood related, related to my air. actual family. So... Wee, you know i was wee, 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 i'm like wee. yeah half the time i'm like to my friend rachel when we were growing up yeah. i was like you're probably closer related to my Stop. family than me. but it's fine that's what else
1: <laughs> i know you always make jokes of like if i take a picture with my family
0: i definitely stick out yeah everyone's literally light skinned they're very caucasian they have bright blue eyes mm-hmm. or bright green eyes and like dark hair and then i'm just brown like everywhere <laughs> it's just like okay cool cool cool, cool. <laughs> we get one color and one color only <laughs> yeah i was showing uh family photos yeah. to bud the other day and i was like can you find me in this <laughs> <laughs> mm, where could she be where could she possibly be yeah <laughs> jesus Um, what's your definition? When does, when do friends become family?
1: Friends become family? I don't know. I don't know where I draw the line, really. I think you just know in a weird way. Mm -hmm. I think it's like when, and it depends how you interact as a person. But like, for me, it's like when I'm having them over all the time, like, and I always want that person around Uh, when i want to do everything with them or include them in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. um that's like now you've when i want to include you in my life like now you're my family Mm -hmm. kind of a deal yeah yeah i had a friend growing up uh she was literally just my neighbor well not just my neighbor that sounds so rude but like (laughs) okay so she was this she was my neighbor and um she was around my brother's age actually and her brother was A year younger than me, so close to my age. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we just got really close at some point. Don't exactly remember how that happened. I don't know. At some point, we decided that we are now best friends. Mm -hmm. And it was... uh, I remember literally going over to her house, like, every day for, like, every weekend for, like, sleepovers and stuff like that. Or she'd come to my house and we'd just, like, alternate. And I think we had the longest sleepover we had was, like, almost two weeks. Where we, like, weren't, like, we were just together, like, not never apart
0: yeah
1: and yeah we just did everything to, like our brothers both did uh baseball together so we already were spending a lot of time together but then on top of that we still were like actively trying to spend a lot of time together mm-hmm. and i had a family tradition where we would go over to my aunt's house every year for christmas mm-hmm. and we make gingerbread cookies and yeah. one year the middle of our sleepover happened to fall the night before <laughs> and i was like oh, mom, can she just come with us anyways to gingerbread making the next night? Ne- and blah, 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 blah. Okay, that works out. So she comes to the gingerbread making the next day. And my entire family loved her. It was great. It was a whole thing. And then it just kept happening for a couple years. So at some point, probably around like year three, it was just expected. Mm-hmm. And my aunt also had a tradition of taking pictures of like all of us kids with our gingerbread and everything. And she's in all those photos. So yeah. my aunt i saw her at one of the weddings i went to a couple weeks ago and she brought that up how she has like all of the pictures from like my entire childhood with the gingerbread yeah and it has this friend in there for Mm -hmm. like at least a decade of like her and my family photos for this gingerbread making thing so cute it's really cute yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: miss her (laughs) it's been a while but yeah Yeah. like i would consider like she's definitely family
0: you Mm -hmm. know yeah, like there's, I think, a lot of occasions when you have close friends who become family. But mm-hmm. then, like, the family that you're not close with, do we still consider them family? You, do you mean, like,
1: extended? So not, like, like your parents or your siblings. Like, ev- the family right outside of that circle.
0: Yeah, like, right outside of the immediate circle, I think everyone has those Family members that they're really not close with, or they don't get along with, or even say within your immediate family, I think there are a lot of cases when people aren't close with their mom, or aren't close with their dad, or like they kind of cut those ties. Mm -hmm. Do we still consider them to be family? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that depends
1: on obviously that depends person to person. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's kind of hard to (sighs) state because I don't think either of us are Mm -hmm. really in that position, but. I think the closest way I could relate is that, I mean, my mom isn't my biological mom. Yeah. My mom's my adoptive mom, but I yeah. I would consider her my family and my biological parents, they're not my family. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could potentially have siblings somewhere else, yeah. but would I consider them family? No. Right. <laughs> they're complete strangers. I don't know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely think just like overall, the definition of a family is really like, There is no definition.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think literally what we were already saying is like it's case by case. Like if you have an estranged, estranged, I think that's a word. If it's not, don't correct me. (laughs) If you have a tense relationship with what would normally be classified as like your family, like your parents or your siblings, then I feel like usually from people who do have those relationships, what I've heard is they just redefine the family. So when they say my family usually they're using that in reference to people who already know the situation of like oh you know that i mean everyone but this sibling or everyone but this person you know whatever wherever they are drawing that line mm-hmm. so like you said i think it's very case by case you draw your own line of like where your family
0: is yeah i don't have a good transition <laughs> i was just thinking this. no good transition maybe no good we transition. put an ad here Hello! If you're hearing this, that means we have found a break in our trains of thought. I know, kind of crazy, like our podcast isn't chaotic or something like that. (laughs) Anyway, this week we have a sponsor for this episode, and our sponsor is Newsly. And you're probably wondering, what is Newsly? Well, Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time, the entire web becomes listenable, all in one place. So you can stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you'd want, from sports to business or even the Kardashians. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, The Midnight Memo, will be there too. So make sure to check them out, download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link we have down in our description. You can also use the promo code TMM for one month of free premium subscription. That is right. So make sure to go check us out on the Newsly app. And now back to the podcast. But I guess yeah, like going back to the idea of the nuclear family, like in what early nineteen hundreds, right? You would get married, you'd be together for the rest of your life. Right. Like, I think it was like what seventy percent of marriages you stayed married. Then like our parents, right. yeah, like our parents' generation, I think it was like fifty to sixty percent of oh, marriages.
1: Oh, our perc- oh no, you're right. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, of marriages would stay together, and now our generations and younger generations That's TBD yeah they dipped yeah <laughs> there was a slight dip in the charts um we're in a downward direction yeah and so like again like Just taking a quick hard turn from the traditional family unit like i think a lot of our generations have grown up in non-traditional families like yeah. whether it's separated parents or blended families or single parent homes or yeah um maybe you don't your legal guardian isn't your mom or your dad yeah you know like it you, you have moved around or mm-hmm. whatnot so when it's our turn to start like thinking about what is our don't future include me be. in that statement
1: let me cut to it i don't want kids and i get so much flack for that when i tell people that especially old i mean i don't really tell um like the older gen, like my parents well my actually my parents do know. like i've made it Crystal ass clear with my parents. Mm-hmm. My mom, I think she's fully accepted it. She's like, All right. Like I've told her, I'm like, we're I'm not having kids. The only kids you're gonna have for me of is of the f- variety. Mm-hmm. Meet your grand dog. And that's yeah. when I introduced them to my dog. Um, my mom's like, Alright, cool. My dad has been like a little weird about it. He's much better now, but when I first told him, he's like, Oh, you're just of that age. And from what I can tell, other people that I have seen on social media, um, Roughly of our age, that also don't want to have kids. I think it's very common for parents, or just I guess the older generation, to kind of push back on that as like a hand wavy excuse of like, oh, but you're just so young, like you don't know, or you know, you'll change your mind later, blah, blah, blah. And that's Mm -hmm. fine and fair and valid. I might. I really, really don't think so, but I might. And maybe I'll eat my words on this later. But as of right now, really don't want to. Mm-hmm. And it just, oh, I fucking hate it when they tell me that. When people are like, oh, you'll change your mind later, blah, blah, blah. you're still so young. I'm like, like, yes, I'm still young. That's the point. And that's exactly why I'm not thinking about it. And yeah. I don't, well, I am thinking about it because there's a biological clock. And there's, I feel like media and society is telling you like, or at least telling me I feel like like you need to mm-hmm. like you're, your biological clock is running you're in, I'm entering my mid no I think I am 24 yeah mid 20s yeah. like you're in your mid 20s like you gotta start thinking about it to hit the timeline of being married and having kids before you're 30 and that sort of a deal that like you were talking about earlier but I'm like if I don't plan to I don't have to stick to your timeline right
0: Yeah. and I think a lot of it too is like way back i I keep like referencing grandparents age and like our parents age whatever (laughs) right we weren't living as long as we are now yeah the and on top of that the the careers model that they followed which Mm. i think a lot of the time would motivate their you know personal lives on Mm -hmm. when to have kids and all that stuff it's completely changed like yeah their their the timelines are different yeah the timelines have completely evolved so they our parents would be like i have a nine-to-five job the same job for 40 years and then i retire mm-hmm. nowadays our generations are i want to do this for a certain amount of time like i want to be in tech mm-hmm. oh i want to start a business oh i want to do this and we have multiple careers i'm now. gonna take a
1: break in the middle yeah
0: like, like not I'm, work for a few
1: years mini retirement whatever
0: yeah exactly like we now have the more opportunities than they did growing up. So Mm -hmm. it's like, we want to take advantage of that. Yeah. So again, that changes the timeline Mm -hmm. and changes of like, what do we actually want to do right now? Yeah. So, and medically we have a lot more options than they did back then as well.
1: Uh, (laughs) uh, But yes, technically we should, but different issue. If you really want to know about that, listen to the corpses have more bodily autonomy than you episode. Mm -hmm. i don't remember what number that is right now but that episode where we talk more about that Mm -hmm. um but yeah like you said we have more options now and i think in general like okay if we're gonna go back 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 to our grandparents age right Mm -hmm. usually women yes patriarchy said you stayed home Mm -hmm. so there's no need to push back the timeline of when to start having kids right because you can start having them right away most people of our age now have most women have some type of career or some you know are working Mm -hmm. and if they're career driven having a kid puts a hold on that i don't care how you want to slice it it's going to put a hold on that yeah it's going to change no matter what it's going to interrupt it some way shape or form and then unfortunately as women we have to make a choice on that and i think even more so going even a step back like i have had a few really close friends who did also have kids very very early and i saw the effects of that and teenage pregnancies are so different from if i would have a kid now right Mm -hmm. but still like seeing that i think at an early age of like what isn't what entails having a kid just made me think personally for me i don't want to Mm -hmm. like i don't want to i want to be selfish i don't want to have to figure out okay do i want Do I want to be a career woman or do I want to be a stay-at-home mom? Do I want to do both? And But there's only so many hours in a day to do both. Oh, my God. You have to be so dedicated. Like something's got to give at some point. And usually it's sleep. I don't want to give up on sleep. I barely get any as it is. Like, "Mm." So just for me, I don't want to have to make decisions like that. So I don't want to have kids. Yeah. And when people, when I tell people that, like going back, when I tell people that they're like, oh, you changed your mind, blah, 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 blah. Or they'd be like, "Why not?" And I'm like, "Girl, why not? What do
0: you mean, why not?" Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm to each their own. You yeah, know? it's a it's a big decision, and I think that it's uh, from an outside perspective, especially when you don't have kids already, it can come off of like, "Oh, well, like, why not?" Yeah. You know, it's like, but once it actually happens and you sit down and you think about it, you're like, "What is?" It's expensive, one. It's mm-hmm. time-consuming, two. It's it's a big commitment. It's yeah. not something that just... I'm responsible for another human.
1: Yeah. I barely don't like... I don't like being responsible
0: for myself. It's... Yeah, it's a big decision to have. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I understand when people are like, I don't really want to. And right now, honestly... In this economy. Literally. <laughs> in this economy. In this economy. Enter Marge Simpson. <laughs> in this economy. Um... Yeah, it's like the world, the state of the world is, makes it a lot harder to, to kind of put, piece together the ideas of like how you would be able to support having a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want it to come down to numbers, but at the same time, you don't want to bring a kid into this world when you can't support it correctly. Exactly. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah.
1: yeah. And not saying that I don't like kids. I love kids. They're freaking adorable. I don't want my own. I, I am so happy to be an aunt like for my nieces my soon-to-be niece like my nephews like i fucking love it i love it they're so oh my god they're so cute i love kids but i just have no desire to have my own i would i will happily live vicariously i'll do the babysitting i will you know help out where i can but like at the end of the day i get to give it back
0: yeah, poop your Ah. <laughs>
1: I guess it, at the end of the day, when it's crying and screaming, it's going home with you, not me. <laughs> and that's how I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just not for me.
0: Yeah. And there are a lot of kids out there right now that don't have families mm-hmm. anyway. So, mm-hmm. if anything, like adoption. <laughs> Always adoption. <laughs> there's also the other side of the
1: spectrum because i feel like i've just been ranting about how i don't want to have kids of people who do want to have kids
0: yes i do want kids yes um and but i why <laughs> why would you want kids why do you want kids honestly at this point i think in our generation it's as valid as the question of why do you not want kids. no i think <laughs> like, and i think it's very 50 50 from what i see yeah I think, yeah, nowadays, a lot of people are like, I will be the cool aunt. I will buy them mm-hmm. presents, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. Um, but then on the same side or a different side, sorry, there's that, like, I do want to have kids. And, like, I think I, I'm i definitely on the side of wanting kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it stems from a couple of different places, though, okay. where... I because I'm adopted and I'm not related blood related to any of my Mm. family I do have a kind of selfish motivation to have a kid of my own yeah and when I say I want to have kids I have had a lot of questions of like oh are you gonna adopt too Mm -hmm. and it's like I want to be like yeah adoption but at the same time I'm like I was adopted and with being adopted there are a lot of questions that go unanswered which Mm -hmm. i've made peace with at this point Mm -hmm. but i also do know that like if i had the option to know i would want to know if i like so having those motivations i do want to have a kid of my own and so that like maybe i could provide them with more information than i had Mm -hmm. you know um and I've always, I think from a young age, I've definitely had the, I want to be a mom. Yeah. And I don't think, not everyone has it, but I know that um, from a young age, I was like, I want to be a mom when I grow up, you know, like. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> like I would have like all the dolls and the, and everything yeah. like that. Um, and so I also am very close with my mom. And mm-hmm. I, even though I have a very small family, we're all very close Mm -hmm. and I want to create that environment for my future, Mm -hmm. I think. And so when like, and when I get older, you know, like when people start dropping like flies, you know, like I want to have people there, you know, like I want to still have kids. I want to like to help take care of their families. I want them to help take care of me, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think that's another motivation where I'm like, I want to have a family. Like Mm -hmm. I want to, You know, when people, you know, inevitably (laughs) peace out, you Mm -hmm. know, like who's going to be there. And that's what kind of what I think about as well.
1: That's fair. I've never
0: thought about that. Yeah, that's fair. So that's why I think where I'm coming from in this Mm -hmm. in the spectrum of I want kids and like all that
1: stuff. Is that why people have kids for someone to take care of them when they're older?
0: I think it's a it's a pretty big motivator for a lot of people. I think,
1: yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head on that one because I've definitely heard comments about that, but I've never really thought about the gravity of that. Like, as it applies to me, it's just when people make comments. Like, I, when I've heard people make those comments, I'm like, mm, that's kind of selfish of you. But, I mean, not saying that I changed my tune on that. I still feel like it kind of is a selfish reason. But, like, mm-hmm. alternatively, yeah, I've never thought yeah. about it's it's, yeah, it's a
0: selfish region, but at the same time, too, like, if I'm looking at my personal family, like, my grandfather was gone before I was yeah. um, born. I think he passed away when my mom was in her young adulthood, Yeah. and with that you know luckily my grandma was a social butterfly and everyone loved her but at the same time when we lived an hour away and my also my aunt uncle and cousin lived an hour away from my grandma like Mm -hmm. i it could get lonely you know and then similarly we have a really close family friend actually my grandmother's best friend Mm -hmm. um she just picked up her life mid 80s from florida to Mm -hmm. move to washington to be closer to the family because she because she was lonely you know and it's like you want to have someone there
1: you know that's so fair that's that makes
0: sense yeah yeah it definitely is a selfish reason but at the same time it's more people to love (laughs) yeah
1: that's that's true Mm -hmm. that's true
0: it's okay i'll just love your kids i'm okay with that i'll force my kids to take care of you too oh (laughs) thanks. see i don't need to have kids (laughs) i guess yours. (laughs) i'll selfishly abuse yours it's okay we'll just go into the same old folks home (laughs) that's no that's what i
1: was thinking too like because um right now i do have an uncle who's um kind of sick and ill and he's actually a bachelor so he's never yeah yeah, he's never been married never had kids and Mm -hmm. he's actually the youngest of youngest of the five siblings of my dad's mom Mm -hmm. um but because he has no kids no one taking care of him so actually my dad and my uncle stepped up and they're taking care of him like Mm -hmm. sorting out things that he needs to get sorted out now but he still lives in hawaii and both my dad and his brother live in nevada so that's trying to help out from across the pacific ocean and a state yeah like (laughs) it's it's tough yeah so i know that's been tough on him and my uncle and my grand uncle. I guess like mm-hmm. that whole situation's been hard, but I've never thought about how would I've I've noticed and I've observed how that's hard, but I've never thought like, oh, could I be in that situation if I don't have kids? I don't think that really changes my answer, but it's definitely something to plan ahead for.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like I've just never thought that far ahead because I'm
0: What, you're not an overthinker? I I'm an overthinker. <laughs> like but me? about
1: like I feel like I'm an overthinker about, like, the immediate stuff. Like, the the Mm -hmm. next five years, the next ten years. I don't... I feel like I don't think that much farther into the future. That's good. Because that's terrifying. Like, right now, thinking about this, I'm fucking stressed.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to do
1: that. (laughs) I think it's... I'm an overthinker, but I know that thinking that far ahead is going to, like, cripple me. So, therefore, I selectively, like, black that out. (laughs) That's a good skill to have. (laughs) can't go that far like we have there's a line in the sand where my brain's like okay we think five we think 10 years oh we can't go any farther.
0: Mm -hmm. backtrack yeah i'm in a a loop of it's similar to the hannah montana's you get the best of both worlds of (laughs) overthinking immediate things and overthinking future things (gasps) wow she's diverse (laughs) yes it's great for me and then um i get into the oh shit i'm getting too anxious and sad and like then i remind myself of the thing um like if it's not affecting you in a couple years yeah. if not affecting you in a couple weeks like all of that stuff yeah. and then i'm like i try to reel myself back in a little bit yeah. sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but yeah. <laughs> um yeah i i don't really know i feel like i mean even now my idea of family is ever evolving because I mean, my mom got into a relationship in her adulthood um, later than whatever, like whatever's traditional uh, buzzword, traditional um, (laughs) buzzword, (laughs) nuclear family. Um, And um, her boyfriend has three um, children. Mm -hmm. And so now me growing up 25 years of being a only child, Mm -hmm. I now have these sort of step-siblings that I've never had to deal with a step-sibling dynamic. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all full-grown adults, and so we all have our own separate issues anyway. And so now it's kind of like, oh, what are these new family events that we're going to do? And like trying to relearn the dynamic of being a blended family later on. Much later in life, yeah. Yeah, like... It's so funny because I think a lot of the movies that you'll see on blended families, like they're still in their teen years, they're still growing up, they have to move in in together. Yeah, Yeah, they have to learn how to share bathroom now with like a complete stranger and all that stuff. Which does
1: suck. That's,
0: yeah, Yeah, I could imagine that sucking. (laughs) Um, But it was kind of funny too because the first family function I went to um, out at the lake house um, a few years ago. Yes, on the East Coast, um, they <laughs> the uh, oldest daughter, she was like, has anyone had the step-sibling talk with you yet? And I was like, no. And she's like, yeah, because it's weird because we- we're adults. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And she was like, all right, well, welcome to the family. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, was she? She's like, good, good, good. Not going to
0: give it to you either, but like good to know. <laughs> yeah, but it was just kind of funny to like sit back and be like, oh, yeah, like, we kind of are step-siblings. Oh, yeah, we're adults. So it doesn't really change yeah, the way it we're doesn't. living now. Mm-hmm. But, like, except for now we're kind of getting to know each other's family dynamics, yeah. you know? Like, I know I can visually see and, like, feel, like, the dynamics between, like, the three of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm really close with the younger sister. Right. Um, just because she also lives in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... um brother and older sister live on the East Coast, so I don't really get to see them all that often. But then, like, I can see um, the dynamics between, like, them and their mom, and then they can probably see the dynamics between me and my mom and my family. And, like, whenever we all get together, like, the dynamics change again because it's like, we haven't seen you in, like, a whole year. and Things like that. So it's kind of funny to still be learning... How to be a family in adulthood? Yeah, but I think that it's kind of a constant change when you're like bringing in new friends and mm-hmm. bringing in a new family, and yeah. it's always being redefined.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah,
0: Ohana means family, and what does family mean? Ohana in what? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be cheesy.
1: I don't want Disney coming after me. Fine. No. Nah. No, I'm kidding. You can finish it.
0: No, I did the first part. Ugh.
1: Nobody gets left behind. Yay. Or forgotten.
0: Everyone cold forgets ca- that ca-
1: second one. The second line. Mm-hmm. Or They forgot the forgotten. <laughs>
0: yeah. What the fuck is up with that? Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. Um. I guess closing thoughts. Family is what you make it to be. Mm-hmm. There's no right answer for what family is. Everyone can define it on their own. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You don't need to
1: have kids. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There's no right way to define what you want your future family to be. Mm -hmm. And that people want different things. And I don't think that you have to necessarily have to defend what your wants are to Mm -hmm. the world. Um, Because everyone wants different things. Yeah. You don't have to be exactly... The copy of the person next to you so divide in line. yeah even though a lot of people say we look like we don't or confuse us it's fine. it's fine it's fine it's whatever we both have dark hair <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So do a lot of <laughs> thank you
1: guys so much for joining us on this week's episode of the midnight memo talking about families children not wanting children opinions on that um what makes up a family and how you define a family versus the description that sometimes society tells us to it's all flexible it's all whatever you want to make of it and just kind of talking about our family dynamic stories yeah um what else all of our socials will be listed somewhere on the screen if you're watching this video on spotify podcast videos um otherwise it'll be linked down in the description feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions any ideas for future episode topics or if you want to talk to us about your family dynamic and
0: just chat yeah and make sure to follow us on spotify and apple Podcasts. leave us a review it would really help us out um yeah and follow us on our other social medias yeah well thank you guys again so much for joining us and we'll see you next tuesday Bye. bye